Hello and welcome to another episode of Stream Wars, our thought leader series, where we learn from industry experts about the latest trends and challenges from across the convergent TV space. Hosted by Michael Beach. Today, I'm joined by Brenda Hetrick. Brenda is currently the president of Matrix Solutions and is a thought leader in the ad technology industry. We cover a lot of ground, including the challenges facing media sellers in a convergent TV environment. Please enjoy my conversation with Brenda Hetrick. All right, Brenda, welcome to Screen Wars. Hi, nice to, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Uh, we'll kind of start off. Would you mind giving our background, or our audience some background on Matrix Solutions and the problem you solve? Sure. Um, Matrix is a, a, a media technology company. We only focus on media. We are um, squarely in the media industry. Um, we have two core products, uh, or we have one core product and we are building another, launching another product. But our core product, um, Monarch, um, has evolved over time, but most current version is an open architected uh, revenue platform, revenue management platform with components of CRM, uh, advanced reporting, uh, native integrations with your traffic and billing system, pipeline management, account and contact management, agency workflows. So what all a media seller would need to um, forecast their business if they if they work direct with agencies, um, forecast it that way, manage their pipeline. If they work with an individual advertiser at the local level, we also have workflows that, that uh, fit those needs as well. And of course, as the industry has changed, Monarch and being an open platform, you know, SaaS solution has been able to uh, change with it. So cross-platform, multimedia, whatever you're selling, wherever you're selling, we have the ability to capture that um, pending forecast and revenue, as well as having the CRM component. So that's our, our core product. Um, our CEO, Mark Gorman, uh, believes believes and still does strongly that a converged um, workflow is needed in the industry, that the a linear spot is not going to be um, as needed, except for live sports and potentially more live events where there's always going to be the need to deliver a linear spot. But most, um, you know, ads are going to be delivered in some type of converged, um, you know, workflow. And uh, we're building that product for the future. So, you know, whether it's digital, whether you're sending it to an ad server, whether you're sending it to a linear traffic system or to multiple places, um, we'll have the ability to, to push that um, that order into the the appropriate execution layers, but but Admiral will be tracking from the from the sales side what the you know what the proposal is, what what the inventory that we're suggesting, and also offer some ways to optimize um, the inventory and the and the advertising, etc., and potentially even package them up some. Um, I don't know if it's, if you want to say AI, but you know this this ad should go with this ad to give the advertiser or you know the best ROI as well as the our company's best IRI. So that's that product is 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 out there. It's it's being uh, baited in a few markets, and um, we're really excited about that product in that we had investment from media companies, uh, Hearst Broadcasting, Gray Television, and um, Graham Media and Cox Reps are all investors. And it's one of our core beliefs as well is that the industry needs to change. And, um, you know, and if we can all work together to, to move the marketplace, um, it makes it easier for change versus one technology company trying to, to, to force that change. So it sounds like most groups, uh, 
kind of really heavy on video or all odd types or kind of what, what areas you look all, at? All types. Clearly, I mean, lots of local local broadcasters have, you know, their local their local spots. I don't know that any of our clients are not um, using some type of, you know, OTT or CTV or streaming service um, of their own. Uh, typically, I think, more aligned with news or local local type content. However, a lot of our clients, Scripps, Scripps is a client, and, and I know that, you know, they've also got, um, you know, the, the network part and their fast channels are certainly becoming more and more popular. So there are multiple ways to monetize their inventory, but I would say that everybody has at least some component. Most media companies have some component of, of uh, you know, linear spot, streaming, um, you know, uh, uh, addressable OTT CTV inventory. Interesting. And what do you think? I mean, obviously there's a kind of broad question. What's the, what are the top issues facing media sellers today? Well, I think that they have a lot of inventory to sell a lot of, uh, what we would call a product catalog. So I think, um, you know, understanding what, uh, you know, the advertiser or the agency is looking for as far as the results, the attribution, where they want that, where they want that ad to be seen. Um, I think there's a lot of moving parts. And I think where um, you used to be able to sell, you know, go to my local auto dealer and say, I can put you on the six o'clock news and this is what you're going to get. Um, these will, this is who you're going to, you know, who's going to see the, our, our demographics. I think those days are, are, are way over and you've got to be able to put a media mix together. So I think the sales organization has to be, um, I don't want to necessarily say data scientists, but they have to understand data. They have to understand the media mix. They have to understand what combination or what inventory is going to provide the, the buyer um, the output, the outcomes that they are looking for, as well as, you know, making sure that they're maximizing um you know, the yield for their, for their organization. And I think um, just all of those changes are, um, you know, from the industry, making sure that they're capitalizing on, on all of that. I think not maybe necessarily to a local broadcaster specifically, but clearly with Netflix adding the ad supported, you know, version, and they had a great Q4, right? So I think, um, you know, there's a lot of things. I don't want to say they're worried, but you know, they, they the prediction is that the streamers, um, you know, we we're not necessarily cord cutting, but someone that did Apple, you know, TV for this show is now going to next month move to Disney Plus for this show, and that they're not really loyal to a streamer, um, and that they've got to ultimately make money, right? So I think there's some concerns there. How do we keep monetizing um, the the uh, the inventory? I also look. You know, content is really the king, right? I mean, if you've got good content, you can monetize it. So probably um, making sure that there is always, you know, uh, good content and where is that content coming from? And it's not it's not always um, inexpensive to to create good content. I do think from a local perspective, um, local local information, whether it's news or whether it's local um, shows you know, some type of, you know, after the news as, you know, the Pittsburgh Today kind of show are still are still very, very um, popular in the local sphere. So I think there will always be, um, you know, a, a space for that. And I know, you know, and we were talking earlier about um, uh, 
sports. And so if you've got the Sunday night football game and the Pittsburgh Steelers happen to be on that game and you cover, you know, you're going to have news on after the game. I think that that's probably a, a, a huge draw too for, for people for advertising dollars because there's the live sports certainly lead into that. So I just think there's a, you know, I don't want to say worry. I think the worry probably is in how do we capitalize on all of the multi streams or the way we can we can uh, from a from a publisher's perspective and what's that cost going to be because sometimes these these companies um the other problem in the industry is there's a there are a lot of legacy systems a lot of technology systems and it is not inexpensive to move to a current system right to replace legacy so i think it's understanding when we need to move the technology so that we're capitalizing on, you know, we're, we're ready for the market when the market gets there. Yeah. I mean, local that news, was a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, fantastic mode. I mean, it's very hard to recreate. Obviously the you know, local broadcasters figure out a way to, to do it profitably, which is uh substantial. We've got to figure out a way to, to capitalize on it. You know, we're looking at the, the Nielsen numbers um, for December uh, to your point about Netflix and Disney plus they're about, 9.8% of all TV viewing happens on those two platforms. They're coming in with an ad model. So to us, it's like, uh, obviously, you know, 100% of their users aren't going to be on the ad supported plan, but that's essentially like an ABC and a Fox just appearing out of nowhere in terms of viewership time. It's a huge it's, amount of inventory. It's, so it's going to be definitely time to uh, kind of get your defenses up on the, with that local contents now. Sure. The other thing that um, I know, and it's the stat is, it's I think it's still it's still accurate. But this, the, what I'm going to reference is is a couple of years old. But our CEO, I didn't, he had said this, and he was giving a presentation, and I it just strikes me as so. It's amazing in that in that the U.S. the top five media companies advertising revenue, top five media companies advertising revenue in the U.S. is equal to Amazon. So when you think about that. That's quite like it's just amazing, right? Where these, where the, where the, you know, advertising revenue is, and and but their content, you know, they they should have um, be able to, you know, say that an advertising running on my, you know, broadcast is 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 more valuable, you know, because it's being seen here, and I can guarantee you this audience, and this is who's seeing it. Um, you know, there has to be a way for the broadcast companies to be to get their inventory sold um as seamlessly as it is on a on a digital or, or you know a, the the newer the newer platforms um and they're working toward it right i mean i think everyone understands that and they're getting there it's just you've got a um technology has to be there and you've got to be able to um you know morph into that i also think um you know it's, it's hard to always um, get to every market in the U.S. too, right? There are some, to your point with Nielsen, they don't rate every market. There are some smaller markets that don't necessarily have the ratings. However, um, you know, that particular advertisement running on the, in that market might be more valuable because the 10 people that see that might all be buying, you know, Ford trucks versus a thousand views in this market where no one's going to be buying a Ford truck or something, you know, along those lines. So it's, it's, it's just got to be able to be easy to buy that inventory. Absolutely. What do you see is kind of the biggest disconnect between buyer and seller? Um, I, you know, from the, from the, from the sales side, what, what we're seeing, um, and we, we actually have, um, 
organizer founded a, a media ad sales council and um we you know our clients are on there and not just clients but you know other industry or other media companies that that aren't aren't matrix clients and we talk a lot about between the buy and the sell side and the sell the sell side has you know they want to be able to sell their inventory a certain way and they want the buy side to to buy it the buy side has potentially a digital um you know uh, agency that buys the, the digital, that might buy this, the OTT, that might buy the programmatic, that might buy the linear. They don't always all talk to each other. So there's a, you know five different components that you might have to put together to get to the, all of the same, the same budget. Um, we want to automate the process, you know, the RFPs coming in, be able to negotiate um, through that process electronically or automatically where, where there's less paper, less you know, opportunity for multiple people to make inputs and, and create um, mistakes. And then I think, um, you know, they, they want to be able to transact in the same system. And they also want to be able to have common measurement. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't think Nielsen is going to go away, but there certainly needs to be alternative measurement components and the potential to normalize against a benchmark or, or something has to happen um, because they want to be able to, um, you know, have a more consistent measurement throughout their th for their inventory. And I think the make goods process or this this sense of um, you said we'd get a, a, a six, we got a four. Now you've got to make up, you know, the two the two points. Um, I know a lot of companies have are carrying a lot of that make good inventory or make good um, numbers for for months and sometimes years, and that's just that's just not efficient. So that needs to be addressed. Um, what I always say is, um, it's. There, there is still a lot of money being made in advertising, right? The, you know, that's still a, you know, a multiple billion dollar um, industry, and um, sometimes when people, companies are making a lot of money, um, it's hard to get people to to make a change because while it might be inefficient and it might be somewhat laborious, um, we're still making money, but we need to be able to, to take out those inefficiencies and, and the friction. And um, I don't know what has to happen to get every, I certainly don't want this to happen, but I always think about, you know, um, when monster.com came around and the, you know, newspaper advertisements, you know, classified ads, like, it wasn't quite overnight, but like almost overnight, that whole business went away, right? For newspapers, classified ads. And um, I don't think the industry's there yet on this advertising, but I do think like we've got to be able to get, um, you know, the friction out, the agreement on measurement, on currency, and, um, you know, how the transaction is going to work. We need to get that solved. And I think technology plays a big, big part of that. Um, and you have to be have agreement on the technology that it's um, working for both sides. And I think that that's also an area the sell side might want to have their own. Buy side wants something to, you know, support their, their needs. And we've got to be able to um, work together. One of my mask members or one of our mask members will say we need to put the key, the key constituents in a room, lock the door and say they can't come out until they solve, um, you know, uh, 
buy to sell, sell to buy side, you know, all the way through life cycle, um, uh, business, business practice. You tell me we're going to do that. And I'll come stand outside the door. And we'll <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, we've thought about it, right? Getting everyone in the room and, and understanding. But again, um, things cost money. You know, if you are um, the predominant source of a certain part of the transaction and it's working and you don't have competition, I mean, to spend the dollars to upgrade your technology might not be top of mind for you, right? So you have to get people to agree that this is the right thing for the industry. And then, um, you know, start to show we believe strongly that what's good, like, you know, rising tides float, you know, increases all the boats. So we, we definitely believe in that and that it should be shared within the industry, um, you know, to make the, to make the process more efficient. Yeah, before uh, starting CrossGreen, I'm a recovering agency founder, and uh, you know we always had a lot of trouble buying uh, the local, you know, digital native, the local sellers' digital inventory, uh, and, and then we got into TV, and we really had trouble kind of understanding your gross rating points and spots and and everything. But it's interesting now we work with so many linear buyers, and um, they have an equal problem dealing with YouTube or anybody on the digital. Side. It's not even not just a to your point, it's really a, where, where your kind of worldview is. Um, you have trouble seeing beyond that. And there's probably an equal opportunity on both sides. Of, you know, we look at it like one day there's going to be a, a converged buyer and a converged seller. Um, but I think there's an equal opportunity even from, you know, the, the the digital platforms have not really been able to crack into the TV buyer who still has 65 plus percent of the budget for video. Right. right. Um, I, we, uh, opportunity. We, yeah, we, we would agree with you that there's going to be um, both. And we are seeing a lot of our clients or we're seeing the movement to a, um, you know, holistic view of their of their portfolio or of their product catalog. So whether it's their O&O digital, whether it's their their linear spot, whether they have some component of a network or they have national national inventory that's that's purchased in a you know, in, in an upfront model um, that across the board, everybody in that, in, on the, from the publisher side, everybody needs to be aware of what, what's available and what's being sold. So I think um, as that happens, that will force potentially the agencies to also come at it from a consistency perspective. I remember one of our clients said to me that they had an RFP come through and I think they, the, the results, the, the, what they, you know, whatever the demographics and the attribution, I'm just going to say like there needed to be, they needed to supply a thousand impressions. Um, and it took her, you know, she, she didn't get back in time to the RFP because she had to go market by market by market to figure out like what everything was versus being able to say, um, you know, here I can give you a thousand impressions and let me worry about where you're getting it. I'll guarantee you'll get that. And I think we have to be able to do more of that. And I, I do think, I do think they understand that, and I think it's coming. Um, but you know, it's it's it, there's a there's a lot of moving parts to that, and bigger markets um, or higher rated markets, markets one through twenty, probably are doing way better than other markets, right? Because they just have have to be able to buy that market that way, and um, and I know. Um, media companies are, you know, the publishers are working to make it very easy as well, trying to get that, that, you know, the ability to purchase 
um, all of our inventory by coming to one person versus going to every market and getting and getting you know the six o'clock news in ten different markets. I'll give you six o'clock news and I will distribute it to the markets for you from from the sell side, right? It's 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 um it's happening. We thought it would happen years ago, but it's you know still happening. <laughs> you know, yeah, move slow. Well, I'll get you out of here with just a couple more questions. Um, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about the local video space specifically, what would it be? Um, I think that um, the ability to transact, um, you know, more seamlessly. And 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 I'm not going to necessarily, you know, I don't know that. I mean, there's always programmatic opportunities, but I just think that the ability to, um, you know do the holistic visual, you know, be able to buy that market seamlessly is what I would say. I would also say that some of their business practices and some of their, um, uh, it all ties together, but there needs to be an evolution of um, understanding the current, the current value of um, transacting and making sure we're all on that same page. There's, there's a lot of legacy in the industry and it's not just technology. There's just a lot of legacy in the industry. So that I would, you know, like to see everyone getting um, to, to that same point. I mean, we, our vision with our products and, and this is the reason why we did Ad, Admiral was because, you know, we have this, we, we sit clearly in the sell side. We believe strongly in the, and, you know, creating a product that does serve the sell side with the ability to answer an RFP or, you know, an upfront with, with, with one transaction as far as what all you're able to offer and to push it to the, the appropriate execution layers and also to cleanse and normalize that data so that if you're taking a, you know, if, if I'm the chief revenue officer and I want to know what's McDonald's spending with me, I can easily see total and I can drill down into what all inventory McDonald's purchased. And then I can even, you know, from an agency perspective, see how that was, how, you know, who owns it from the agency? How did it, how did the buys come in and, and have all of that holistically. And I think, um, we need to get there and but we have to get there working all together. It just can't be one one offs here and there. It does need to be collectively as the industry. Absolutely. Well, last one uh, as a fellow podcast mogul, uh, what is your favorite question to ask your guests? Well, one of my favorite questions is to ask them their favorite place to travel because I like to travel and I like to to hear their stories um, about that. So that's one of my favorites, and it's not like so hard that people um, get a little a little you know like panicked about what what's because I always would say to them, "There's going to be one question. I'm not going to tell you what it is." So and then they always get panicked, but I have to I have to laugh because I did. Um, host a podcast where I did not tell them the question. And, and um, it was actually not this, not the past World Cup, but the World Cup four years ago. And my question was, um, who do you think is going to win the World Cup? It had just started. And um, I would not tell uh, the four panelists or the four guests um, 
what the question was. And it really did um, drive them crazy that they, they were really worried about what that question <laughs> was going to be. And I think they, they probably thought it was going to be, um, you know, something crazy, but I, I don't go there. I mean, I, I do, I do listen to the, the bar, some of the Barstool podcasts. So I, I do like podcasts. Um, so I'm not, I'm not out on a limb like some of those, but I, I just thought that was an interesting question, but it was driving, driving the uh, guests crazy. Hopefully they picked a country that was playing in the game, right? Yeah. Well, we I think they all knew U.S. The U.S. was not in that particular <laughs> cup, so they did yeah. not. But uh, they were not, and they were not soccer. Uh, uh, it was in. It was. Uh, they were all from New York, which doesn't really necessarily mean anything. But they were all hoping I was going to pick. Uh, and of course, this was you know the the last World Cup, which was in June, so our you know summer and. Um, uh, they were expecting um, either the hockey because hockey was finishing up or baseball, like he was going to win the baseball. But so I, I went, went completely rogue and asked a soccer question. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we got uh, a future sports podcast on the, uh, on the docket, I think. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I know our, our audience is going to love this conversation and I'm grateful for your time. Thanks for having us. And, and, and Matrix is very appreciative to Cross Green Media. I know that you have been a sponsor of our Media Ad Cell Summit um, this past year. Of course, um, you know, Florida and uh, who would have thought a hurricane at that time of year? But that's what we had was a hurricane. So I know we, you weren't able to join us, but we do appreciate your sponsorship and believe that um, your value in the industry is, is um, warranted as well. And certainly appreciate having your content and your topics and your thoughts uh, to be part of our summit. That's, that's wonderful. So thank you very much. Yeah. We're looking forward to this year for sure. Yep. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Screen Wars. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You can find out more about Cross Screen Media at crossscreenmedia.com. Please don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, State of the Screens. You can find us on social media at Cross Screen Media. Join us next time for more insights and analysis straight from the experts.